1: FC Barcelona's ambitions and finances haven't always matched up. Having the biggest wage bill in the world sport caught up with the Catalan club last year to the extent that Lionel Messi had to leave. Fast forward to this summer, and despite the club's myriad economic issues, players like Frank Kessie and Robert Lewandowski are being linked with Barca, while the future of others like Frankie de Jong are shrouded in our uncertainty. Fabrizio Romano joins me today to make sense of the transfer stories whirling around Camp Nou. Que golazo! Barcelona special Fabrizio Romano begins right now. Everybody, Welcome to Kegolasso. Thank you so much for being part of the family. Lasso, put on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso. Thank you to Michael LaHood and Jonathan Johnson for taking care of the show. Last night, it was my wife's birthday and I cannot, I cannot do Lasso over my wife. I think if you are married, you will know exactly what I mean. But Fabrizio Romano, I might say that you, my wife Fabrizio Romano, I think. When it comes <laughs> no. To, to...
2: <laughs>
1: no, better not say
2: that. <laughs> Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm, I'm good, brother. This.
1: How are you? How are you? Oh, good oh, to oh, see oh, you. Oh, well, oh, the oh. summer is here, Fabrizio Romano. A lot to yes. discuss, of course, and uh, we always have Fab on a Monday to discuss the latest uh, transfer information, as clubs will be getting busy, busy, busy trying to deepen their squads, and others uh, trying to resuscitate their squads. And today is a Barcelona special Barcelona fans this one is for you I think La Liga to be honest if you are into La Liga and uh, you know a fan of the Spanish uh, soccer uh, universe this one is for you but we're specifically focusing on Barcelona Fabrizio Romano and uh, you're going to help us just you know discuss not just about the players that are being interested from other clubs but you know uh, about how tricky it will be for Barca this summer Um, so Just before we begin, Fab, what do you expect from Barcelona, generally speaking, this summer? Because they have got to do a lot, not just in terms of getting players in and out, but sorting out their finances.
2: Yes, this is the priority. The priority is to clarify the financial situation and then to complete some of the signings. We have to say that they already completed two signings. That will be Frank Kessi and Andreas Christensen are two very important players. And then they will be focused on the number nine. We know with Robert Lewandowski. So their plans are pretty clear. But now it's really important. I think this is the real challenge for Barcelona board to clarify how they can change the financial situation they can improve the financial situation, how they can make some money with some of the players. So the real strategy is not just about the signings because it seems pretty clear, but it's more about the outgoings, which players have to leave the club, uh, what are the best opportunities for these players. So I'm really curious to see what happens on that side because Barcelona intention is to change And improve this financial situation, but selling players and some of these players is something really, really important.
1: Yeah. To follow Fabrizio's point, everybody, that's where we begin. We're just going to add a little bit of context here because Barcelona, obviously, you know already the financial situation that they found themselves in in the last uh, two years, ever since uh, Joan Laporta returned to the club. Uh, You know, he's been trying to you know, kind of uh, bring it back up. Right. And, uh, you know, the Goldman Sachs uh, financial uh, help as well has been a major component. But Javier Tevez, Tevez, uh, La Liga president uh, angered Porta a few days ago when he said the club cannot sign Lewandowski. And, uh, you know, uh, part of it is obviously the explanation of how La Liga's financial rules affect Barcelona. I'm not going to go into it, everybody, but basically imagine this. They must save four euros for every euro they bring in. So whatever player they bring in, they have to make sure that they have enough in the club itself uh, from a sustainable perspective. So that was Tebas's point, I guess. And Laporta said, I would ask him, uh, Tebas, to abstain from making comments in the sense of Barca can or cannot sign a player because it's clearly damaging Barca's interests." So Fabrizio Romano, where are we? The latest with Robert Lewandowski.
2: Yes, and the first point I want to comment is that when I see these sentences, then I still remember that in January, in December, they said it was impossible for Barcelona to sign Ferran Torres. And at the end, they signed Ferran Torres. I don't know how, but they signed Ferran (laughs) Torres. And they also signed uh, Adama Traore and Pierre Aubameyang. So it was a pretty good transfer window for Barcelona. Then about the financial situation, we know that it's complicated. And this is why the Lewandowski deal with Bayern is still not done or completed but they have a verbal agreement with Robert Lewandowski he's a contract for three years so exactly what he was asking to Bayern one year ago and Bayern were really slow in the negotiations with Lewandowski so the player was not happy with the general situation at the club and that's how Barcelona were able to start negotiations with his agent Pinin Zahavi who has a great relationship with Juan Laporta so this is how Barcelona built this Robert Lewandowski deal on player side. From what I've been told since February, it's always been the same. The player wants to join Barcelona. His priority is to join Barcelona. Many clubs are interested in Lewandowski, but his priority is to understand if this Barcelona deal will go through in the coming days or weeks. So Lewandowski wants Barca move, but it's now up to Barca to reach an agreement with Bayern. So they had an opening proposal, but still no agreement with Bayern. We also know how important it is for Bayer to find the replacement uh, before saying, OK, green light, Lewandowski can, can leave the club. So it's like a domino in this story, but it's really important for, for Barcelona to clarify the financial situation and to be able to pay the final fee for Robert Lewandowski because on player side, everything is ready.
1: So to, and to your point, the Ferran Torres situation, I, I believe it was easier because it was Manchester City who allowed a sort of uh, payment in uh, installments, right? It was You didn't have to pay everything to Ferran Torres in one yes. go. I don't know if Bayern Munich is going to be that flexible with Barcelona when it comes to Lewandowski, especially in the way that it's being dealt with. Oliver Kahn, of course, is not happy uh, the way that Lewandowski has publicly yes. said it. So that could be a problem.
2: Yes, and also, of course, uh, Robert Lewandowski is one of the best players in the world and Ferran Torres maybe will be one day. He's a fantastic player, but Lewandowski is not Lewandowski. Is, is, an, is a different level. And for Bayern, he's not just a player. He's a legend of the club. So, of course, a different kind of negotiation. But I'm sure that Barcelona in the coming days will, will keep working on this Lewandowski deal. They want Lewandowski. They consider Lewandowski the perfect player. Xavi wants him and already had two direct conversations with the player. So Barcelona already on player side. Now it's time to see what happens between the, the two clubs
1: all righty well let's move on to a player that barcelona do have uh, and it's obviously a conversation for manchester united fans because frankie the young right uh, a very important midfielder of course eric Hag knows him very well of course as well and you know there are talks reportedly fabrizio romano with manchester united but then i believe frankie wants to stay would he be persuaded what's the latest with frankie the young
2: Yes, now we are entering into the important moments of this Frankie de Jong deal because Manchester United after uh, many conversations weeks ago, now they are in direct contact with Barcelona. Manchester United confirmed to Barcelona their intention to discuss and maybe make an official proposal in the coming days for Frankie. So uh, the answer from Barcelona was pretty clear. They want 85 million euros fee for Frankie de Jong to let him go this summer. So not an easy negotiation, but for sure Manchester United want him. They are serious on Frankie de Jong because Eric Ten Hag is 100% convinced that would be more than a fantastic midfielder it would be a statement for Manchester United uh, the face of the new project so this is why they're pushing for Frankie de Jong the real problem is on player side because Frankie de Jong as he stated two days ago in an interview he wants to continue with Barcelona and he wants to play Champions League football. And at the moment, we know that Manchester United next season wants to play Champions League football. So this is a really important point. The player is not convinced, and he's not disrespecting Manchester United. He just wants to play Champions League football. It's something that he's obsessed with. He feels he's ready for a Champions League top level, and he thinks that this season could be a nice opportunity, this new season, for him to show his skills again in Champions League. So this is why for Frankie de Jong, is not a priority to move to Manchester United. Let's see if Eric Ten Hag will be able to change the situation. We know they have a very good relationship since IAS times. And so I'm sure that Manchester United will try and try again in the coming days. But the real problem is on player side.
1: So this is the opposite of the Lewandowski issue. Lewandowski wants to go to Barcelona. Bayern is being difficult. Frankie the young doesn't want to leave Barcelona Manchester United. <laughs> so, I know. Hey, very quick. I know we have a question right here about, Man- you know, well, actually, well, let's get to it right now. Man City, PSG, are they interested in Frankie the young? Manchester City have always been interested, but I feel that
2: after signing Erling Galland, they're not going to spend 90 or 85 million euros on a midfielder. So at the moment, it's not a priority for Manchester City. They love the player, but it's not a priority. And uh, for Paris Saint-Germain, at the moment, I have no information on proposals or discussions with his agents. Then they will have a new manager, and we still don't know who will be the manager. Or maybe they will change their mind on Pochettino. They will have a new director of football, Luis Campos, but he's still not signed the contract. So for PSG, we need to wait a few weeks to understand if they will decide to jump uh, into this negotiation or many others because for Paris and Japan, everything now is like cold, but then it would be many things happening on the market.
1: All righty. Well, uh, well, here was my question very quickly. Does the Frankie de Young or the, does the Lewandowski situation depend on Frankie de Young to sale or is it totally separate?
2: Not on Frankie de Jong, but it's important for Barcelona to make some money. Not just for Lewandowski, but even to register Frank Cassid, register Christensen, and to complete other negotiations that they want to complete this summer. So Lewandowski, but also the other signings they want to complete for Barca, is really important to make some money with some other player. If it's not Frankie, it has to be some other player on the market.
1: Yeah, there's another question here from Usman Salim. Usman, thank you so much for being part of the family and uh, following Kegolaso, Fabrizio Romano. Any chance Man City might make a swap deal? With bernardo silva for the young because apparently there are rumors uh but rumors Usman, are, are, are just like air it, it just appears so uh fabrizio is, there, is is there any truth to this
2: i don't know at the moment there is nothing honestly between between manchester city and barcelona then we are still at the early stages of the market so this would be very
1: never. significant <laughs> fabrizio if, no, if, if you, yes. Uh, yeah
2: yes of course but at the moment let me say that there are no negotiations between Man City and Barcelona for the young. It's true that Barcelona manager Xavi is in love with Bernardo Silva, and Man City will need to clarify Bernardo Silva's situation this summer if they want to avoid problems with him in the coming months. But as of now, there are no negotiations yet. So let's see.
1: And remember what Fabrizio said, Barcelona need to make money as well. So, you know, a swap deal might not necessarily be a good thing for Barcelona, depending, of course, on how that would work from a structural perspective. All right, let's move on. Obviously, this is a U.S.-based uh, platform as well. And in soccer, we trust our uh, our cousins there, our other podcasts would be interested in this question, Fabrizio Romano. Serginho Dest, he's not a shabby favorite, of course. Uh, is the USMNT star for sale? Because I remember talking to you a while ago. He was on that bubble, right, where, you know, he could be, offers would be, you know, uh, listened to. What's the latest with Sergio Dest?
2: It's the same, that it depends on the proposals. If Barcelona will get an interesting proposal for him, it's something that could happen to see Serginho Dest leaving Barcelona this summer. Uh, from the Premier League, he was in Chelsea list in January, then they decided not to move for any fullback. Let's see if Thomas Tuchel will decide to push again on Serginho Dest in the coming weeks or not. But he's always been in the interest of many Premier League clubs. So my feeling is if something will happen, it will be with Premier League clubs for, uh, for Serginho Dest. And uh, also because he was in Bayern list, but they signed Masraoui, There was a potential target for Barcelona. So maybe it could be a domino, but Masraoui is now at Bayern. And so it could be an opportunity for Serginho to move to the the Premier League. So I will keep the situation open because at the moment there are no negotiations, but Serginho could be one of the players uh, good for Barcelona to make some money. So keep an eye on him till the end of the market.
1: All right. Well, we have um, also a question about Usmane Dembele as well. I mean, this has been a situation as well that's been ongoing, right? The contractual situation and and, and we believe to that Xavi's arrival possibly made it easier. What's the latest on Ousmane Dembele?
2: The latest is that after many and many meetings, we are still at the same point. Uh, on Dembele's the side, they're waiting to understand if Barcelona will make a good proposal for him to accept this bid and then to stay at Barca. Let me say that usman de Mele is happy in Barcelona. He's happy with the city, with the manager, with the teammates. He wants to continue, but he wants to continue in important conditions. It means with an important salary. And Barca are waiting to find a creative formula to offer him an interesting deal. But at the moment, because of this financial situation, everything is still at the same point. So for Ousmane Dembélé, we are still the same, uh, the same 50-50 situation. He will have new contacts, new meetings with Barcelona through his agents in the coming days. But at the moment, we can't say that Barcelona are going to extend this contract 100%. My feeling is that, other clubs are really serious in this race. Paris Saint-Germain asked for information in January. And let's see now with the manager and director situation if they will confirm this Usman Dembele interest or not. Premier League clubs exploring the situation since long time. So, I would say it's a really 50-50 situation for Barca. It depends on the financial situation.
1: You would think that just because Barcelona need to bring money in that they would listen considerably for a lot of offers for Dembele even though you know they want to keep him. And I guess it depends on how much Shabby appreciates him, right? So th- that's another uh, point about Dembele's yes. fate.
2: Yes, he loves Dembele. Shabi loves Dembele, but he knows that uh, for the player, everything is absolutely, is absolutely open and also he deserves an important contract. So let's see. I, I also think that the last sentence from the director of football Barcelona, Matteo Lemani, a few weeks ago, and he said, I have my own opinion on this Dembele story. He said, it feels like in Barcelona, into the board, some of the people in the board in Barcelona, they feel that at the end, Osman." Uh, is ready to discuss with some of these clubs and to join them on a free. So this is why for Barca, it's a feeling that they have into the board. But let's say it it will be the reality because we have to be honest and say this agent is meeting with Barcelona since long time. eh? They had like four or five meetings in just six or seven months and they're still not able to find an agreement. So...
1: Oh, my God. How many meetings do you need? Jeez. Come on now. Uh, Usman Salim, thank you so much for your comment. Brother, I love this channel and your energy. Thank you. Also, this is the only channel I feel Fabrizio looks super relaxed. So great chemistry. Well, listen, (laughs) Fabrizio is always relaxed, always professional. Never (laughs) relaxed, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Never. But with me... And him, well, we're brothers, yes. Uzman. so, you know, we, we just have a good time over here. The, I like to make Fabrizio feel a little bit more relaxed, as as relaxed as he can be, because I know that his job is very stressful. So here it's it's a little bit easier, right? If it was up to me, Fabrizio would be having a drink, would be chilling, but, you know, maybe that's for another time. <laughs> South American feelings, <laughs> Exactly, exactly. All right, we talked about Guzmane uh, Just very quickly as well, regarding... Uh, Lewandowski, just back to that for a second, he openly wants out of Bayern with one year remaining on the contract but what would his arrival actually mean for those like Aubameyang, Luke de Jong, Memphis Depay those are the players that I'm thinking about now
2: Yes, Luc de Jong will leave the club uh, Memphis Depay at the moment has the intention to continue with Barcelona but he's different kind of player so I have the feeling that at the end if nothing will happen because Premier League clubs will always be interested in him, so I would keep the situation open. But he said a few days ago that he wants to continue. So for Depay could be a chance to stay. For Obama, young, I see him staying. And we have to remember that it's going to be a really complicated season not just for barcelona but for all the clubs they will be playing uh every three days uh, we know they will have champions league football la liga copa de rey then there is the World cup so barcelona wants to make sure that they have of course in case they will be able to complete the deal robert Lewandowski as the main number nine but an important player like obama young to help in la liga and to help in many other opportunities and the pie could be like a jolly for barca so at the moment i think the only one who is 100 sure to leave the club is luke de Jong.
1: Okay, a few questions here, Fabricio Romano, uh, part of the Barcelona Conversation, Hersey YouTube channel. Thank you so much for being a follower of Ke Golazo and Fabricio Romano. Are Barcelona in talks with Sevilla for Kunde? At the moment,
2: no, there are non-negotiations. negotiations. There is a strong interest from Barcelona for Jolcunde, but as we always say, because of the financial situation, they can't pay what Sevilla want. It is around 55, 60 million euros. They want 65, but they can negotiate for this fee. So, but they are not able to pay 55 or 60 million cash at the moment to Sevilla. So everything is really complicated. And Chelsea are leading the race for Jolcunde. They really want him. They have money to spend on the market. And so my feeling is Chelsea are absolutely leading the race for Jolcunde.
1: Well, Aston Villa got the other better center back anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Uh, listen, I got a question about uh Rafinha as well. They he just took part of Brazil's 5-1 victory over South Korea. He was fantastic. Uh, what's the Rafinha chat here? Here we go. Here's the Rafinha conversation. We can sell Rafinha for 70 million, nothing less. Leads are massive and debt free. Um Debt with a B there, uh, who knows, because uh, this is department free, just FYI. Thoughts on Rafinha and
2: Barcelona? So, Barcelona are working on that deal since long time, since February. They have an agreement with um, an agreement close with this agent, Deco. We, we said how good is the relationship between Deco and La Porta, how the player is tempted by Barcelona because Rafinha would love to join Barcelona, but but at the moment what I'm told is that Leeds have no intention to accept less than 55 million euros this is the potential fee for Lafina. and they have no intention to accept installments or payments in like five six years it's something that Leeds will not accept so at the moment it's a complicated deal for Barca uh, it depends again on the financial situation if they will be able to complete some sales and so to have some money and to spend a big budget Rafinha has always been top of the list for Barca but as of now they can't pay exactly what Leeds want so this is why it's like a domino for Barcelona market and for Rafinha let me say that there are many clubs interested it's not only Barcelona so it's an open race for him and I'm sure the Leeds know how special is this player and how many opportunities he can have on the market so they are not forced to sell for less than 55 million or with many installments
1: but Rafinha is open to leaving I presume I mean Leeds United are in a stronger position of course because they're in the Premier League but I'm sure Rafinha unlike other players I'm just it's conjecture but I'm sure he wants Europe, et cetera, et cetera. So he would be open, I guess, to having a conversation?
2: Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely, absolutely. He would be open. And he's waiting to understand what happens with these clubs. For example, Chelsea have been leading the race for Rafinha before the sanctions. Uh, Then they had the sanctions and some problems, so they were not able to keep going in negotiations. And Barcelona were able to lead the race for him thanks to this uh, situation. But let's see what happens with many other clubs because Rafinha, as you mentioned before, is an incredible special player.
1: Yeah, uh, our producer Des Norris just said, so Rafinha kind of screwed himself up by helping Leeds stay in the Premier
2: <laughs> <laughs> This is football sometimes, but no, he's really respectful with Leeds. It's something that we have to mention because it's a good point, I think. no, It's not for all the players to be uh, that professional in some situation. Mm-hmm. And he's been really, really incredible. So I'm sure that Leeds will help in case they will get a, a very good proposal and we let him go.
1: A big year for Rafinha as well, including the World Cup, as I mentioned. All right. uh, Managing Barca with another comment here. Fab, a different question. Do you think Matteo Alemani is one of the best sporting directors in the world? Good question, Managing Barca.
2: I don't know if he's the best, but he's doing great work, I think. Uh, So he's a fantastic director. I think there are many, but he's doing really great work with Barcelona. It's really difficult uh, to manage Barcelona situation because the pressure that you have from the press, from the fans, is incredible in Barcelona. One of the most complicated clubs to work with, I see in a positive way, because we're a top club and you have a lot of pressure. So it's not easy for a director to work on this. Uh, let me say that also Jordi Gruyff together with him, is doing a special work on many of the signings, on many decisions that they're taking. So I think that they're doing a pretty good job together and Bars have a very good board now.
1: All right. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap this uh, Barcelona chat and we'll also include some Real Madrid conversations as well. And just the latest on what Fabrizio Romano is working on. Yes, we might have a few Arsenal questions as well, because Arsenal fans, they just creep in wherever. It doesn't matter if it's not about we got you, Arsenal fans. Don't worry. Fabrizio Romano is in the house. Gigo Lasso will be right back.
3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Fabrizio Romano, que go la so. Thank you so much for being here. All right. Uh, Well, let's talk Real Madrid here, Fabrizio Romano, for a second. Uh, The Champions League, Champions 14th time, La Liga as well. They've won that. Uh, Ancelotti, fantastic stuff. But uh, Garth Bell, Isco, Marcelo, they're off the wage bill. So what's... uh, Florentino Perez's grand plan following the big victory in Paris and uh, obviously the snub from Kylian Mbappe. What's next?
2: And it's Anthony Rudiger today is finally official. Uh, then they have the intention to find new uh, to sign a new left back. So let's see if it will be Fran Garcia or any other player but they are exploring for that position. And uh, I see Real Madrid moving on a midfielder because for Chouameni, they are working on that deal and it's like a priority for Real Madrid now to find a way and to complete the deal as soon as possible. So they're pretty busy, but they are, they are relaxed. Even if they missed on Kylian Mbappé, they won the Champions League, so I'm sure that they are pretty happy with the general situation. Um, so I'm sure that for Real Madrid, now the priority, the next step is Chouameni. What they want to do after Tony Rudiger is Chouameni, and then we will see with the left-back what happens.
1: All right. Well, uh the paparazzi has been around uh, Gaga. Let's so, see what I did there. A Lady Gaga song. A Gaga's Lonina. <laughs> yeah. Did you do, yeah. Uh, I'll get my coat. Gaga's Lonina is heading to Real Madrid or interest uh from Real Madrid the 18-year-old goalkeeper Chicago Fire uh US uh, Phenom. Uh he's uh heading to Los Blancos. Uh, I presume Castilla first. But what's the latest? Uh, on this uh, news that you, by the way, uh, bro, fantastic stuff.
2: Yes, I'm. I'm sure that they are preparing an opening proposal. I'm told that they are preparing an opening proposal. Real Madrid for Gabreslonina. They are tracking him since long time. Even Chelsea wanted him end of January, but then they were not able to complete the deal in February because of the sanctions. And so Real Madrid jumping into this negotiation and now they're ready to make an opening proposal for um, Gabriel Zunino. Of course, the player is more than tempted. So it's something that they want to do on player side. Real Madrid sources confirm that this proposal is almost ready. So let's see what happens in the coming days. But I'm curious to see what happens even for his future. If he's immediately joining Real Madrid. And so, as you mentioned, Castilla have some opportunities in the second team of Real Madrid. Or if it would be loaned uh, again back to, to Chicago Fire to stay in MLS maybe for one more season and then go back to, to Real Madrid. So it's still something uh, not decided, but I'm sure that for Real Madrid, the priority is to put their hands on this fantastic talent because it's true that Courtois is present and future of Real Madrid. Barcelona could be a really special one in the coming years, and so they want to sign him.
1: Yeah, so it all depends on, uh, you know, what kind of deal it is for him because I'm sure he wants to play. He doesn't just want to, you know, yes. uh, sit around despite his age. I mean, look at Donnarumma, right? He's young and he's still doing his sure. thing. So, so you know, we have to uh, make sure we figure that one out. All right. Well, Arsenal questions, uh, we believe, here. Des Norris, what's the latest there? I'm sure that Arsenal fans. Uh, all right. Well, Gabriel Jesus, by the way, uh, scored a ridiculous goal today for Brazil. 5-1 as well. Looking good. And of course, you've been talking about the fact that Arsenal have been leading the chase in this conversation because obviously he's uh, leaving Man City. What's the latest there?
2: Yes, for for Gabriel Jesus, he's gonna leave Man City this summer, as we already said, and this is the plan. Arsenal are interested, but I've still not have, I still don't have big updates on, on Gabriel. I think it will take some days before we understand how much will be this proposal from Arsenal. They want him. But let's see, because many clubs are interested in Gabriel Jesus. So for Arsenal, it's a priority, but it's still not a done deal. So we need to wait a bit and see when they will make this official proposal. Zinchenko could be a possibility for many clubs, not just for Arsenal, because there are chances for him to leave Manchester City this summer. Many Premier League clubs are interested. At the moment, with Arsenal, it's still, it's still quiet. But he's a player that could be on the move. Uh, after Gabriel Jesus and so for sure Arsenal will be busy in the coming days don't worry even Yuri Telemans is a player that they want for example from Leicester and still waiting for this official and opening proposal too but Tillemans is not a player in their list so I'm sure that will be a pretty busy summer for Arsenal and then and Nketiah will soon sign his new deal for the next five years with Arsenal and this is really important news because he was really one step away from leaving they wanted him Crystal Palace West Ham Borussia Mönchengladbach and then he decided to stay and continue with Arsenal
1: all right. MAH, I really appreciate the question, but I want to create a different culture here in Que lasso when Fabrizio Romano is on. I always see this on your Twitter, people replying to you, and all they do is they just shout teams and names like you're like their monkey and you're meant to respond to everything. Let's do something nice here on Kego Lasso. If you have a question for Fabrizio Romano, how about you address it like, hey, Fabrizio, how are you? Could you give me an I update know. on this, please? No, listen, you do whatever. On que Lasso, I want to build a friendly environment, a family environment. We appreciate your hard work and I want to make sure we cultivate that, okay? So moving on, let's try and be a little bit, the world goes round when we're nicer to each other. That's all I'm saying. All right, last question about... Fabian Ruiz by the way any chance Arsenal sign Fabian Ruiz that's a little better Usman. see it's a question I like it talk to me about Fabian Ruiz what's the latest on him
2: at the moment there are
1: no negotiations
2: with Arsenal but there are negotiations between Fabian Ruiz and Napoli for his contract he's out of contract next year with Napoli so it's a dangerous situation Napoli are offering him a new deal with a potential release clause included but Fabian has not answered yet to Napoli proposal so let's see if he will extend the contract of course he will stay for one more season if not he could become a nice opportunity on the market he was in Real Madrid the list but Chouameni is top of the list. Carlo Ancelotti is a big fan of Fabian Ruiz but as mentioned Chouameni is the priority for Real Madrid now in that position and so let's see if Arsenal or any other club will decide to to try for Fabian Ruiz. At the moment it's still quiet but once you'll have the final answer from Fabian to Napoli proposal we will understand more.
1: A very important player uh, for Napoli, 26 years old uh, Spanish international so we'll see how we do. All right. Well, listen, that is it, Fabrizio Romano. Before we say goodbye, anything else to keep us updated? I saw a Gennaro Gattuso update there. What's the latest there?
2: Yes, this is an important one for Valencia fans uh, because Gennaro Gattuso will become the new manager in the coming days. I feel tomorrow could be the day for Valencia to communicate that Bordalas is out. So he's going to leave the club. He's no longer be the manager. And uh, Gennaro Gattuso will be the new manager of Valencia. So it's a really interesting appointment. Everything is set to be completed. It's just about the final details. And then Gattuso will be the new manager. So it's an important one for Valencia. And for Arsenal fans, Lacazette will not stay at Arsenal. He has an agreement in place with Lyon to join them and return to Lyon on a free transfer. And so many things happening. And I'm sure in the coming days will be the crazy market that we are waiting for.
1: I'm imagining that opens the door, of course, for the Gabriel Jesus narrative or somebody else as Lacazette returns uh, to Leon. All right. Well, Fabrizio Romano, thank you so much. Make sure to follow his content at Fabrizio Romano on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, CBS Sports, your CBS Sports app. Fabrizio is part of our family every week as well. Definitely on Mondays. I believe next week uh, you might take a break a a little bit, so we'll see you after that as well. But Fab is always here. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you to all the guys in the chat.
2: And see you soon here on Kegolasso. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, everybody. We're closing in on 12,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. That's so great. Uh, we appreciate you. So make sure that you keep subscribing, share, spread the word. Kegolaso pod on Twitter as well. We continue here on Kego Lasso It never stops and neither does Fabrizio Romano. Have a fantastic rest of your week and we will see you next time. Till then.